The force is strong with these Patreon backers. Bookworm, Matt Lowry, Tristan Gilbert, Sam, David Bellinger, Duck Moo, Fairy's Tale, Cold Fire Surge, and Struggle Bus. Um, I got some bad news. The planet uh, blew up. Then she's going to die, mm-hmm. and then we're going to have possession of the Night Blooming Rose. And then we're going to sell that mm-hmm. back to the person that we stole it for, mm-hmm. for twice as much as that they paid for it originally. You did screw it up. You were the worst pilot. It's not that bad. It's not that bad. Half of it's off already. There's okay. a reason that I gave you grenades. <laughs> okay. Welcome back to the Fandible.com actual play podcast. And if you are listening to this on the day we release, happy May the 4th. We're not doing that one. So it is, of course, Star Wars Day. It's not Star Wars Day quite yet for us as we record this, but we keep Star Wars Day in our hearts every day of the year here at Fandible, I like to think. But to celebrate the official day, I am here with Billy and Jesus to play a game of Star Wars Edge of the Empire. Yeah. So we do have a a truncated crew today, but hopefully that will not cut down on any of the fun. Nope. My tricorder is ready. Oh, dear. (laughs) It starts. You get one joke. <laughs> one Star Trek reference. Uh, so let's just dive right in, starting with my left. Billy, will you uh, introduce your character? Hey, everybody. This is Billy, and I'm playing uh, I'm playing Legat Church. Legat Church, he grew up in Corellia. He uh, uh, was actually an orphan. He was part of that whole orphanage situation on Corellia. And he, he, you know, all them little children were getting picked up, getting new parents and all that like. Uh, no one really wanted to look at church. Well, this is okay. Because uh, he found himself a brother there himself. And they went off and they, uh, they, they, they borrowed a ship, which eventually became their own, uh, which they call the sibling rivalry. And because of that, uh, he is now a smuggler of the scoundrel specialization and his brother i will leave the introductions to him hey guys this is jesus and i'm uh playing vaden haynor like my brother over there i'm also was an orphan left off at the last stop orphanage which is a bit of a weird name and i'm wondering where most of those kids go but thankfully since no one picked us i decided to go with my little brother yes i am in fact the oldest one because i say so no, you say so because you were dropped off at the at the orphanage first. Yes, I was. That My parents mean... more decisive and understood they need to get rid of me first. That's no, why you're I'm the oldest. You were just that ugly. <laughs> I will punch you in the face. Wait, come over here a second. <laughs> anyway. And from there, my, when my little brother decided it might be a good idea to head off into space on his own, I thought, as the older brother, it's my job to protect him. To make sure that his smooth-talking ways don't get him shot. Perhaps in the face. Probably in the face. So now we're both on the sibling rivalries, running random jobs for good old money. We're freelancers. Freelancers, but one day we're going to get a patron. Nah. One, who's, one who understands our skills. We don't need a patron. Well, you know, the skies are free. The space is uh, not owned by anybody. Legat, you're still writing the letter to Jabba the Hutt. Listen, Jabba's going to listen to me one day, and I'm going to be accepted uh-huh. to his college program. Uh-huh. <laughs> the internship program of the Huts. <laughs> the internship of the Huts. It's, it's owned by Disney. We will... W- Listen, we're never going to get to Smuggler You, man. It's never going to happen. Coming next summer from Pixar. 
How many Disney properties can we reference right here? Mm -hmm. Well, I... Infinity. <laughs> and beyond. While you are waiting for Jabba to give you your acceptance into his criminal syndicate, you still need to make money on your own. And most recently, the two of you have been contacted by an Ithorian botanist named Tima Meb. And she wants you to come to the planet Daluge. It's in the Outer Rim. And she has a job for you, but she doesn't want to talk about it over the holo channels. We, we give her the stereotypical, we'll get back to you if we can actually take this job. Uh, we, have, we have a very busy uh, schedule, but we'll, we'll get back to you. You'll, Our you'll stores are nearly empty. We need a job. I'm hovering. We need a job as quickly as possible. I have my hand over the microphone saying, shut up, shut what? up. What? Shut up. We'll, we'll come back to you in about 30, 30 to minutes to an hour, and uh, you'll hear back from us then, and then turn it off, and then you're like, okay, uh, we're just going to drop off this shipment, and then we'll go, we're going to take that job, and we goes back, and it's actually, we've been hired to transport a whole bunch of Nunas, their little chicken-like things, to Rory. And they got loose. So we are in the midst of trying to like like run through like the halls grabbing these nunas. They, they are keep... pooping everywhere. That's on you. You want to pet them. You want to pet they're them. They're cute. Yeah, that's the problem. They're cute and they're fast. And now they're they're all over the damn ship. We're gonna what find... did you feed them? It's everywhere. I didn't feed them shit. They're eating their own shit. But yeah, eventually we do get back to the Athorian. Yeah, we'll absolutely take this job and we'll meet them at this uh, deluge. Mm-hmm. And yeah, once we drop off uh, the Nunas at Rory, we are lifting off and heading back towards uh, the Outer Rim. I make sure to hose down the ship before we go, though. Yeah, that's on you, because you wanted to pet the damn Nunas. I told I you don't. I wanted to pet one. I know you, 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 you just can't pet one. They didn't. Do you do anything in particular on the way to Deluge? Do you do any research? Or? Absolutely. My character is pulling up any information from the Holonet archives about this Athorian. Give me an underworld role. This is going to be average difficulty. I got two successes and a threat. You discover that Tima Meb has a bounty on her from the Empire. She is listed as an enemy of the Empire who deals in illegal contraband. Oh, it sounds like our sort of person. Vannon. Yeah, yeah. We found uh, information on an Arthurian lady. All right. Uh, it's a, uh, first off, it's actually a lady, so I win two credits from you. Ah, son of a... And, uh, well, son of nobody. <laughs> uh, and then it looks like she has quite a, the record with the Empire. Some contraband smuggling, some uh, carrying illegal goods, maybe a spice chemist. Good. Which means she'll pay us top dollar and... Possibly try to kill us after the job is done. No, no, then authorians. You can't. If you can't trust an authorian, you can't trust nothing in the world. I think we'll be fine. All yeah. right, all right. It does seem a little strange. Like she is legitimately a botanist, so the idea that she's some sort of spice trader would make some sense. But otherwise, there's there's not much out there on her. Do we get like a record of like where she learned to become a botanist? There's no record of her school. It does have a record, however, of the Athorian herd ship that she lived on. Looks like it's been about 70 years since she last lived on a herd ship. But you can assume an Athorian living on a herd ship gains a pretty good knowledge of botany. Yeah, them herd ships, they're like little cities right there. She probably was mm -hmm. trained uh, an apprentice style over there. It sounds like a legit deal. We're not killing anyone. We're not stealing anything, hopefully. So, yeah, let's see what this little Athorian wants from us. And, yeah, they're, they're taking off. I don't think there's anything else we should research. Not as far as I know, I'm good. You're not that professional, so we're just going in this blind. Uh, I will research if there's any place out there I can play a good game of Pazak. No one plays Pazak anymore. It's going to make a comeback. 
before Sabak, Pazak was the thing that was popular. Yeah, yeah. It's still played in some places. It will make a comeback one day. I Trust mean, me. It's, listen, Pazak is much more in-depth oh, we're not than ha- Sabak we are ever, not- has ever been. Four days later. <laughs> listen, Sabak is where it's at. We're about to land. If you're a kindergartner. Okay, I'm just going in. I'm going in fast. And he's, <laughs> hopefully, if I miss the runway, I will crash and you will die. And I will not have to hear about your Pazak-fueled rants. It and, will make a... And we're like, we're going... Yeah, we're, we're landing on the luge. Vanden, when you were looking up the planet of Daluge, you saw that there's really no established places to to gamble. Most likely you could find somebody in some bar somewhere, but it's not a place that has casinos or any real big population centers, period. The planet is very lightly populated and it's mostly a rocky planet, which is strange for an Athorian to gravitate to as even if they don't live on a herd ship they usually want to surround themselves with plant life in some way and you confirm this with your own eyes as the ship goes into orbit around Daluge you don't see a speck of green on that rock my goodness it looks like the remains of Alderaan wouldn't this be hell for Athorian I don't know. I ain't no Athorian whisperer. I could be hell, but whatever. She's run- if she's hiding from the Empire, this would be a good place for an Athorian to hide, I'd say. Fair enough. Okay, uh, we just got clearance to land. The coordinates that Tima gave you is actually in a one of the deep canyons that crisscrosses this planet. Oh, not the most easiest landing, but I can handle it. Give me well, a piloting check. Do you, do you need me to take over for you, little bro? Oh, yeah, sure. yeah like I, mean, I need you to take over for me. You just, and you. Go go dream about Pazak. You're making a comeback. This is going to be an average difficulty, but you're going to have a setback die due to the narrow canyon that you are setting down in. There's not much room for error on each side of the sibling rivalry. Three successes, five threats. That, wow. I'm I'm really impressed. I, I think I got maximum amount of threats. No, no, no. I could have had more. I could have had six threats. <laughs> Wait a minute. Hold on. I actually rolled... I accidentally rolled too many uh, black dice. So three successes, four threats. Oh, okay. Well, well then, four threats. That makes a, a big difference. It is a rough landing. It's such a rough landing that your landing gear actually gets jammed up. So you make it down in one piece, and you're going to be able to take off again fine. Mm-hmm. Landing anywhere else is going to be difficult. With those four threats, I'm going to say we don't even notice. All mm-hmm. right. For now, everything's, it was a little bit rough, mm-hmm. but I got us down. I got us down. Little it, brother, I know I joke with you all the time about your piloting, but you know what? In the end, I think you're a pretty damn good pilot. I didn't see anything wrong with that at all. And I always say that, uh, I always tell people that you were the ugly one, but in the end, I think you are, in fact, the ugliest one. <laughs> and we are walking out, uh, lazily walking out of the, uh, the ship. I mean, where are we landing? Is this like a little village? Is this just... Someplace in the middle of smack nowhere. It is somewhere in the middle of smack nowhere. Great. But I said this was barren, rocky planet as you were landing. As you got closer down into this canyon, you see a large greenhouse has been built. And so you landed, you know, several hundred meters away because you don't need ship exhaust going into the the greenhouse or the small house that's been constructed next to it. But there is your verdant greenery. Once you're on the ground, stands out completely from the barren landscape around you. That makes some sense. All right, let's suit up. All right. 
So just to go into a quick descriptor of my character looks like, he has crazy hair. Just it sticks up a little bit of a fro, but just goes straight up because he, he says it's the style, but it's probably a couple decades since anybody wore their hair like that. And he tries to usually tie it down a little bit with a bandana around his head, kind of like a Rambo bandana. He has like a leather jacket that he throws over. It's a little bit trench coaty, but it's a little small on him. So instead of like bellowing behind him, it's a, a nice tight fit. Uh, and the sleeves have been cut off uh, because they were actually too short to begin with. White shirt, Corellian pants with boots, and of course he has a holster with a blaster in it. When my character comes out, he's a large, dark-skinned man, a few inches taller than Legat. He has a curly hair that's braided. Numerous braids at the end of the at the end of the, each of these braids are these little beads of differing colors. He has a black goatee. He also has pants and a shirt, and he also wears a a brownish trench coat, which he thinks look makes him look much more uh, impressive and intimidating, but it's a bit raggedy, and he's ne- never gone around to uh, fixing it up. So we we look like we are cosplaying badasses, <laughs> <laughs> but, but we're not very good at cosplaying. <laughs> Ooh, can we go to the Orange Julius? And we're heading towards the greenhouse, looking around, kind of impressed. Like we're looking, kind of peering at the through the windows and getting some glimmers of like, oh, there's greenery behind there. So mm-hmm. our characters are my at least my character is fairly kind of interested in this. I wonder if there's anything in there you can eat. I am starving. You're not going to eat nothing. These veg- these Thorians don't like people eating plants. They're not even pure- the f- not even the fruits. You don't nope. kill the plants if you eat the fruit. They they're purely meat eaters. <laughs> <laughs> That's why they call them hammerheads. <laughs> oh, that makes. Per- I always thought about wondered about that. And as you are arguing about the dietary choices of Ithorians, an Ithorian steps out from the small house that has been constructed. It's really more of a, a lean-to, where one wall is actually the wall of the canyon, and a rough roof and three other walls have been constructed against it. So it is barely habitable, but an Ithorian walks out of there. She has a cane that she holds with one hand, and even for an Athorian, she is quite stooped. Her skin is a light pink in color and extremely wrinkled. Neither of you obviously know very much about Athorian, so you have no way of estimating her actual age other than this woman is old. My character holds up a hand. Ma'am, uh, we are the church brothers. I always try to go with where no, the church brothers and you go with No, it. no. We're the Hanor brothers. It's a sibling rivalry. We're sibling rivalry. Yes, it is good to see you. Thank you for coming. It's a pleasure, especially since you said this was a paying job, I believe. And we, in fact, do like money. We love it. It's one of our favorite... It uh, keeps us going in food, which we're out of. Exactly. <laughs> Gets us plenty of rounds on the sabak table. Zach's coming back. Please... Come with me into the greenhouse. We can discuss there. Oh, if you feel that uh, you can trust us around your greenery, I feel honored. Is it through and this door? No, just, mm, I feel honored, and I promise you that we, no damage will come to your plants. Thank you. And I'm bowing my head and walking respectfully behind her as I shoot my brother a glance. All right, fine. Jesus. Don't touch anything. She'll eat you. All right, I'll be careful. Where's her teeth? As you enter the greenhouse, your senses are overwhelmed. Sense of sight is overwhelmed by the color. Think of Dorothy opening the door into Oz. Your sense of smell is overwhelmed by the different plants and fertilizer that are, are used. You know, the scent of, of lovely flowers and 
the fertilizer that is used to keep everything growing. You're immediately warm. It is so much warmer in this greenhouse than it is outside. And while neither of you are botany experts, it's obvious that this is, first of all, a very wide variety of plants. It's not like she's growing just corn or something here. This is an incredible variety of plants. And everything seems, as far as you can tell, very well taken care of. You gotta love the garden here, ma'am. Very beautiful. It is my legacy. You see, gentlemen, I have a purpose in life. And it is to rescue that which the Empire seeks to destroy. I hope that is not a problem for either of you. Hey, as long as we ain't smuggling rebels uh, th- into Palpatine's palace, I don't think there's anything problem no, with that no, at not all. not a fan of the Empire at all. But we're not, not at all. We're not unfans. We are kind of that neutral gray, you know, mm-hmm. we, we avoid them, they avoid us. We're kind of like families during yeah. the holidays. Yeah, makes sense, makes sense, you know. You know we, we'll share a meal with them if they so desire, but we, you know, we ain't trusting them around the gravy jar. My time in this galaxy grows short. I am an old woman, but there is one last plant I need to complete this collection, to complete my legacy, and I want to hire you to fulfill it. Oh, shit, then. We can pick up some plants for you yep, wherever yep. you want. Corellia, Outer Rim, we can even go to the Unknown Region if you give us the proper coordinates. Yep. Nothing you ask is going to be too difficult. A plant's a plant, a wait, plant. Geez, wait, get, all right, fine. Let's see how it goes. The plant that I need in order to complete this collection is the Alderanian Night Blooming Rose. Um, um, I got some bad news. I don't know how long you've been on Deluge, uh, if you've been out of contact for a while, but... That person's dead. Uh, a little bit more sensitive. Sorry, the planet uh, blew up. Uh, according to uh, the news sources, uh, depending on who you listen to, either the Empire blew it up with a, <laughs> a mythical... A battle station, or the rebels blew it up, uh, trying to make a weapon on on Alderaan. She looks at you kind of blankly as the two of you try valiantly Mm -hmm. in your own ways to explain what happened to Alderaan. Tough love. I am aware of the fate of the planet, but if this were an easy plant to acquire, I would be able to get it myself. (sighs) Presents a valid point. All right, okay, all right, let me think. What was this called again? The Alderanian Night Blooming Rose. I'm going to use my Underworld to see if I've heard of this kind of rose. Or, yeah, Underworld to see if anybody else has been kind of searching for it. If okay. you knew someone who had that Since plan on that you planet, are uh... just kind of going off of your memory, this is going to be daunting. That's five difficulty dice. Holy shit. I got one success, two threats. Jesus, did you want to try something? Yeah, since I read up a lot on old games like Bazak, it's going to make a comeback. I want to try to use my education. All right. I'm going to make this uh, hard for you. So that's four difficulty dice. All right. Which one's the difficulty dice? Uh, that's the uh, purple. purple. All right, so four purple and then uh, my two green, right? Yes. One, three threats. Oh, boy. So three threats. I got one success. Two threats. So, Vanden, with your three threats but no successes. The landing gear falls off. Yeah. <laughs> you, you have heard of the Alderanian Night Blooming Rose. Absolutely. It is a delicacy. It it was once one of the most sought-after ingredients in the galaxy. A final meal. I get it. I get it. (laughs) (laughs) You want it on your tongue when you die. Oh, that is a... There's a poetry there. That is beautiful. He was dropped on his head quite a few times as a child, and that's why he doesn't speak. (laughs) 
He's not. He can't. He's not allowed speaking anymore. Can you put it with Mon Calamari fish? You shut. Sh- <clears throat> what? Ah, don't poke me. My character looks. My, looks back towards her. So, what do I know? I mean, have I heard people hunting for it? Have I heard it? Like, I, one success doesn't give me much. And you are looking specifically for underworld. Yep, just kind of like what's the if people have been smuggling it. You've heard whispers about it in cantinas for the last couple of months. So it's it's one of those things where you've heard of this before, you know somebody wanted it, but you don't know who, you don't know why. The Alderanian, not Blooming Rose, I've heard of this. Uh, seems like a lot of people who don't want their names on the papers are been looking for it and paying top dollar. Not, And it's one of them plants, I believe, that uh, wasn't so easily to, to plant off Alderaan, which is why they're pretty much in rare form, if I'm, if I'm so not so mistaken. You are not mistaken. It is a temperamental plant. It requires a gentle touch. But those that possess it, they are unequaled in their riches for being in its beautiful presence. Speaking of riches, uh, how much are we talking about this job? Uh, I'm, I'm, this, is, this is going to be a lot of work and probably a lot of danger. So that's going to add a couple more zeros to our usual tab. I have a very intriguing proposition for you. In addition to a handsome number of credits, whoever it is who can get me the night-blooming rose shall soon be the inheritor of my legacy. And she holds her hand out, indicating the greenhouse. The plants that you see here, many of them are the last of their kind in all of the galaxy. It is truly riches beyond compare. Let me talk to my brother about this so we're just on the same page. We'll be right back. We're just going to step over here, okay? I grab him by the, I grab my brother Vald Vanden by the shoulders. We move a couple meters away and then we just drop our voices. Okay. Uh-huh. This is incredibly dangerous. Uh-huh. Not going to be easy. Uh-uh. But the way I see it, uh-huh. this woman's probably going to die. Uh-huh. Very soon. Uh-huh. So we're going to steal the alder on Night Rose from some, some Night Blooming Rose from someone. Uh-huh. Then she's going to get, get we're going to give it to her. Uh-huh. Then she's going to die. Uh-huh. And then we're going to have possession of the Night Blooming Rose. Uh-huh. And then we're going to sell that uh-huh. back to the person that we stole it for, uh-huh. for twice as much as that they paid for it originally. So it's not a spice. It's not a spice. No, it's not a spice. It's a damn flower. All right, good. So, and so far, then, it's a good plan. A great so plan. We, we sell that. But that that's, these are not blooming roses. You, you can get a lot of money, a lot of credits for them. And not only that, but if she's saying all these are, like, last of their kinds, we can probably do a decent amount selling to the rich people who are buying that's, these stuff. That is a good plan. I mean, I mean, and honestly, like, considering most of the stuff we usually do, all we have to do here is just wait for an old woman to die. You know what? It's probably our easiest job yeah. if you come to think about it. Yeah. Do you think she has a spare bunk? <sighs> Maybe. We okay. could use this place as a hideout. It's not a bad place. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We're going to do this job. Okay. Ma'am? We're we got- doing the job. That's supposed to be my lawn. I'm sorry. sorry. You- We're doing the job. I am so very glad to hear it. We will uh, do some research. Uh, we'll just tell you where we're uh, looking, and uh, we'll see what we can find about this place. Uh, unfortunately... We demand that we need half the credits up front because this is a job. We are going to see if we can actually hunt this thing down. Of course. Oh, I thought I was going to have to roll like negotiations. <laughs> yep. Then half now, half when we get the rose for you, and uh, then we uh, will talk about the inheritance once you pass. What? 
What do I roll to see if someone's lying to us about something? That would be perception. Oh, perception. I should probably also roll that. Your difficulty, uh, it's going to be an average difficulty. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to add one setback die because you are unfamiliar with Ithorian facial yeah, expressions. That's purple one, right? No, uh, so oh. purple is the difficulty. Okay, so difficulty. two pur- purple and then one black. Is the setback die. Yes. Okay. Two explosion. Uh, what was it called again? Uh, advantages. Ad- two advantages. All right. And I got a triumph and an advantage. All right. Both of you know she is not lying to you. Additionally, Legat, with how quickly she agreed to your terms, you think that you're dealing with maybe weeks would be a generous estimate of how long she has left to live. She obviously just wants to see this before she dies. Not said. All right. Well, uh, here's our accounts. We want you to wire the credits there, half now, half when we get back. She reaches into her pocket and actually pulls out a cred stick. I find that wire transfers are difficult in the outer rim. Speaking my language, yep. he yep. takes the credit stick, checks it out in his data pad. Does it check out? Yep. Checks out completely. Mm-hmm. We don't. It's a lot of money. I'm, yeah. We don't need to go. Yeah, we don't need. I, yeah, it is money. Yeah, it is money that we can use to. It is just this half is more credits than you made last year. Thank you very much. We will, uh, mm-hmm. we're going to go somewhere where we can start hunting down information. You, yeah. we, will get, we will remain in contact with you uh, throughout the entire endeavor. Do you already have contacts within the botanical community? Uh, we got a few contacts, some places of the, uh, we, we know plenty of growers. But if, if you know anybody we can start with, that might be good. The contacts that I have prefer to remain anonymous. I am sure gentlemen in your line of work can appreciate that. Of course. Yep, yep, yep. But I thought it might be worth mentioning that several years ago, I did have an opportunity to visit someone that I think may have had a night-blooming rose. It was before the destruction of Alderaan, so I was not paying that much attention at the time. For while it was a rare flower, Alderaan was in no danger of being lost by the Empire. It was on a skyhook in Coruscant. It was uh, uh, owned by a, a, a man going by the affectation of Prince Shizor. My character just goes, has a blank look in his face. Prince Shizor. It is... Merely a possibility. He wished to hire me as a gardener on his skyhook, but I could not be away from my lovelies. Yeah. She, again, indicates the plants. We're going to do some research and we're going to get back to you, okay? If it is too difficult of a task. No, no. We, we no. want to examine all our... We, we want to get all the information. We no. can't just fly right in and start shooting yep. and looking for a plant. We, that endangers the plant. Yep. You paid for a job and you gave us half the money. We completed eventually. We're going to complete it quickly. She smiles, which is a very strange affectation, again, because the Athorians have the two mouths on the side of their faces, so it's a little bit like, where do you look? Mm-hmm. But you Don't still... Don't want to be impolite. You get the feeling. You know, she is she is happy, and yeah. along with a little bit of like, oh, cute little kids. Mm-hmm. We're going to see if we can find anybody else that uh, is an option for us to use, but uh, thank you for the information. You're most welcome. I anxiously await your return. And we are heading back to our ship. We're not taking off, but as soon as we sit down in our, uh, we have a Dejaric table that doesn't work. Which are replaced with a Bazak table. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> my character leans back and says, okay, 
we need to find a person who has a pretty much extinct rose. Uh huh. This prince is not an option. Why not? Uh, Prince C- Prince Caesar. Uh, there he's better known as Vigo Caesar of the Black Sun Crime Syndicate. What? What? Black Sun. They are so powerful. They literally built a skyhook over Coruscant so he could wave towards Palpatine whenever he gets a fancy. Oh. Yeah, it's not gonna be. It's yeah. not gonna be that easy. No, not not at all. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna uh-huh. find another person. Who clearly right. has this? Who right. clearly has this? Right. Uh, this right. It should flower. be shouldn't be hard at all. We just do a little research. Easy enough to find an almost extinct plant, right? Absolutely. Yep. Angela, we're gonna look for anybody else that might have. We're gonna con- do our contacts to see if anybody else is selling this thing. Well, certainly nobody is selling it, or knows where it's at. Mm-hmm. Nobody can confirm for you that Prince Shizor has one. The only person that they can that your various contacts can say yes i know this person has a night night blooming rose from alderaan is emperor palpatine and his lovely gardens on naboo um so three days later <laughs> just kind of pinching our forehead and says nope nope thank you very much ravi i i really appreciate uh you being such a good devorian and telling us that information about emperor palpatine and it goes back to our little like our board, it's our kind of our conspiracy board. It has like a printed out version of the yep. flower on it. And then yep. it, everything leads back to Emperor Palpatine or Prince Zizor. <laughs> yep. And we're like, thank you very yep, much. Yep. Dink. And I actually hang up the phone. I go up to the board. I notice the Gan there with a, Gan, a picture of a Gan with the name Zan under it. And I just mark it off. Shot a couple of days ago. I think we're out of options. Okay. 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 So Oof. from what we get is the only people that have this damn thing are either the Empire, uh-huh. and if they don't have it, then it might be the Rebels, but if the Rebels don't have it, then it's super rich, and the only super rich you can afford this thing without having to be taken by the damn Rebels or the Imperials or the damn Prince Zizor. Okay, I think we both can agree. Neither of us wants to get into politic political situation between the Rebels and the Empire, right? Yeah, yeah that's yeah. a bad idea. Which means that the only real option is the Syndicate. Yeah. We, we could just run with the money no we can't do that we no can't. we could no that's not uh, no it's just let's not take that off yeah the but our reputation is shot if we do that well, she's gonna die in a couple of weeks she might tell someone before she dies yeah he's gonna believe her she's gonna be dead <laughs> brother we don't cut back from a deal yeah i'm thinking just give me a second to think i'm thinking we need a way to get on that sky hook uh-huh. find out any information you have on it okay so right. right now the best information we have is the only person that has this damn alderanian not bloom Zizor, that's not holding an imperial or rebel military status symbol. Fair the enough. only person that we could possibly steal without getting a government agency on us is from Zizor. Mm-hmm. Let's see what we can find on that skyhook. See if it's impenetrable. Okay. So uh, we're going to try to find out any information we have on this skyhook over Coruscant. She said that she's a long time ago she saw it. So was it completed back then? Was it a complete skyhook? What's up? And while he's checking that, I want to check out any type of what type of defenses it may have. Oh, okay. Yes. So the history of the skyhook. Mm-hmm. So a skyhook, just to give you the general overview of that first, is essentially a space station, but it's not in orbit around the planet. It's actually in the upper atmosphere. So still technically within the planet's atmosphere, 
you don't need a spaceship to dock with it. Those spaceships often can, especially smaller ones like the ones you use, but you can also use planetary craft. So speeders and the like can also, uh, can also dock with a skyhook. The Prince Shizor's skyhook is called the Falene's Fist. It is above Coruscant, as has been mentioned. This particular one is about three quarters of a mile long and it's oriented vertically and it has several horizontal docking pylons that that shoot off of it for about another three quarters of a mile uh, in total in diameter. And Billy, you were asking about how old it is? Yeah. It's about three years old. And then, Jesus, you wanted to figure out defensive capabilities that you're going to need to make a roll for. So give me, we're gonna, yeah, we'll make this an underworld roll. Mm-hmm. Average difficulty, which is two. One success. Nope, that is a failure. I thought it was, oh, yeah, one failure. Oh, boy. You can't find any information. Okay. So I, which kind of makes sense. I mean, this is a skyhook that is associated with not just the Black Sun, but the leader of the Black Sun. So, of course, it's, they're not just going to have it out there on the holonet. Oh, here's what our security compliment is. I was really hoping for a pamphlet. <laughs> <laughs> just one. Yeah, like some sort of touristy <laughs> yeah, document. Yeah. Visit the Thalene's <laughs> Fist. Yep. Wave to the Emperor. My character is leaning back in his seat, spins a little bit as he's thinking. All right, so there's no way we can blast our way on this thing. Oh, no, 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 no. Like, even the hints I have are just terrible. We can't sneak our way on this thing either. Not really. I mean, none of those, let's be honest, I don't think either of us are very stealthy type But characters. we could be invited on this thing. Uh well, she said it's herself. Prince, uh, Prince, uh, the prince himself has a thing for those with a green thumb. Is that right? Yeah. Lacks rare plants. Yeah. We're in the one place that has some of the rarest plants. I'd say. Yeah. So maybe we talk to her, ask her for what, to donate a rare plant that she has a copy of. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. Use that to get us on board the ship, and during the delivery, we steal. An Alderaanian, not Bloom. But we have to do it in such a way that they don't know it's us that did it. Because if they know it's us, we'll be hunted to the ends of the earth by the syndicate. We need to replace the Night Bloom with a fake. Oh. Oh, that's a good idea. Which means we're going to need somebody to make us a fake. Can she do that? She might be able to do something. All right. All right. So let's go with our... We'll go to her with our plan. Yep. And well. We're going in this mostly right. blind, but at least we have some way to get yep. on the ship and how to not have them hunt us to the yep. end of the earth. Just, just remember, though, even though she's helping us, she doesn't get a cut. She don't get no cut. She's going to be dead soon. All right, fair enough. Come on. All right. And we're heading back to in the her. galaxy. Okay. It's been a couple of days, so we walk out of our ship a little bit like a little bit more grizzled, mm. a little bit more smelly because and clearly a little bit less uh, uh, relaxed. But we go to her place and knock on the door. Are you returned so soon? We have a plan. But we're going to walk you through the plan, get your opinion on the plan, and we're going to probably need your help with it. But we think we know how to get you and Alderaan and Nightbloom. The Nightblooming Rose. Nightblooming Rose. What you said, yes. Prince, the Prince of Black Sun, which is what we're going after, is the only person that could possibly be the person, is the only person that has a rose that we know of, other than the Emperor himself. You do know he's the head of a major crime syndicate, right? 
It, it has come to my attention. Right. Just, just want to be established that fact. His defense capability is ridiculous. The skyhook is impenetrable. No one, I've gotten a couple articles of people even trying to sneak on, and they have died in a, horrible, a lot of horrible ways. Just horrible, horrible ways. Horrible. horrible ways. Apparently, they like throwing people off the skyhook so they get the burn down so there's no bodies left when they hit the ground. Anyways, so sneaking on is not an option, but I think we can be invited on. And this is where you come in. You said this vizier wanted you at one point to do his gardening. That is correct. We think if you were to send information that you were selling a rare, an extreme, one of your rare flowers or plants here, he'd buy it. We can get that, in, we can get that deal to his ears. You know what he's looking for. All it would cost you is one of these plants. One that, you know, you probably have a couple of, uh, you know, copies of. She looks stricken at the idea of parting with any of her plants. But you give us a plant, we will be invited on, we'll make the sale, and while we're doing the sale, we can sneak off and get you that bloom. Give me a persuasion roll. Is persuasion a thing, or is it negotiation? Negotiation. Negotiation. And we're going to make this three difficulty, which I think is hard. I said four was hard earlier, but three is hard. All right. Two successes, three threats. While I believe I could perhaps part with a cutting of one of my plants, yes, yes, I do believe the Wobani tree lace, yes, it should be shedding its seed pods soon, but I believe it would be unwise for my name to be connected. Oh yeah, as long as you could tell us what he would want, we can go through the right channels and say it's a private seller. Perhaps that is for the best. I know you authorians can work wonders with uh, biosciences. We need you to make a fake copy of the Alderanian Bloom. Something that just looks like the Alderanian Bloom for a little while. So the alarms don't go off immediately when someone notices that a patch of earth has been dug up in the garden. Yes. Yes, that can be arranged. Okay. You put it in a storage unit. We take that out. Once we steal the Alderanian Bloom, put the Bloom back in the storage unit that will keep it safe. You're, you're the scientist here. We ain't botanists, but you have something that can carry plants. We put the fake plant in the garden, and then we just walk out like no one's business. I'll make some alterations to the uh, container, which will contain our wasab, whatever the hell this uh, seed that you're selling. Wobani tree lace. The Wobani tree lace. Under that will be a compartment for the Alderanian flora. So we walk in, we drop it off, we walk out with the real bloom. Acceptable. All right. Super easy plan. Absolutely. We grin trying to have the fear in our eyes show. We've done this hundreds of times. Absolutely. Excellent. And we're going to go out and we're putting it out there that we are selling this seedling. And we're trying to do it through uh, basically make a profile for a rich person who wants to remain nameless who's trying to earn a little bit extra money by selling this wasabi seed so it's the wobani tree lace is what you are are selling just to give a little bit of background wobani is a planet that now houses the wobani detention center uh used to be an agricultural planet but then for some reason after it was put into the imperial commodities program the planet became decimated and unable to grow anything strange coincidence that strange how that works yeah planet used to be very lush you know mostly with agriculture foodstuffs but did have a, a thriving ecosystem that has is no longer present cool mm-hmm. this is a good plan surprisingly yeah. i just want to say like wow you had that prepared 
Yes. I'm surprised. <laughs> so you are putting together... What I'm doing is I'm basically creating a fake profile of a person who might be selling this wasabi seedling. And so now that I know about the correction center, since I know every person is going to try to get a hint of who this person could be, I'm painting it as it's the moth in charge of that uh, part of the space. Very nice. I like that. Nice. And since it seems like a bigger job than what I'm capable of, I don't think my computers is that great to put the slicing miracle together. I'm actually going to flip a destiny point, Angela, and I am going to contact a Twi'lek slicer known as Liza Mako. I'm contacting her. <clears throat> Liza, how you doing, my my sweet little Leku princess? What do you want this time? I have. Uh, I am calling in that. Do you have the credits to cover your ass this time? I got plenty of credits. I, you could do credits or that debt that you owe me for that job back on Talos. Uh, you know, I, you said you owed me one. We could do this one little job for me and we can call our debt lickety split. How, All gone. How little is the job? Very little. I'm trying to sell something and I want it seems like someone else is selling something. And I want all information and all deals to come straight to me instead of them. All right. And basically he discusses he wants a hidden buyer to put out this uh, information that they're selling the seed. He wants her to leave enough secrets and hints that this buyer is actually the moth of the Wobani sector selling a seedling uh, on the download since it is probably illegal what he's doing. And, and I want all interested buyers to contact me as the designated agent of the seller. Yeah, give me an hour. All right. I appreciate it, Eliza. And you know what? Uh, you keep this up. Uh, I might just give Vanden your uh, your calm frequency. Please don't. <laughs> hey, Eliza. Eliza. Hey, Click. like. I'm sorry. I told you put me put through next time. We hit static. static. <laughs> I just make that noise and I walk away. <laughs> I threw up a Zach deck at his head. <laughs> we went through a tunnel. We're in a tunnel. <laughs> so Liza is working on that for the next hour. Is there anything else the two of you want to do? Um, Tima is working on piecing together the fake night blooming rose. Mm -hmm. And we are trying to get together. Uh, we're trying to get um, a uniform together. Yep. Uh, I guess we have to pin, we have to spend this again. Another one. Yep. We have a closet full of uniforms that we've just taken off bodies that we've stolen, mm -hmm. that we've bought. And uh, what these uniforms are is one is a suit, a very nice suit, probably not nice enough for like like the prince of Black Sun would never be caught dead in mm -hmm. this thing, but it's nice enough. And then the, we have a outfit that a scientist would wear, yeah. um, usually when working with computer parts, but you know, it's we'll file off the serial numbers and make it look greenish. So we're coming our uniform so we can play the parts. All right. I think we've done. I think this is all we can do. Yeah, yeah. As far as like, yeah, cost uh, costumes. We got costumes. We've got uh, somebody working. Uh, what's it called again for hacking in this universe? Slicing. 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 And also, Angela, I have something called hidden storage, which it gains a hidden storage in a vehicle or equipment that holds items with total equal to the ranks of it. Basically, hidden storage. It's, I'm going to basically transfer that to that that storage unit that mm -hmm. we are going to use to carry the seed in. And I want to make a, a hidden storage where we would put the flower once we steal it. Yep. So in the meantime, that's how you're going to transport the fake, right? It's yeah. But what's basically, we have the seed in there. Mm -hmm. In the hidden storage, we have the fake Alderaan flora. 
we go in, we take out the real flora, mm -hmm. put the fake in, and then we put the yep. real one into the storage unit and hide it. So when we leave, they can look at it and say, oh, there's nothing there. It's still an empty yep. thing that we sold. So that's what we're doing. Before you leave, Tima comes back to you with the stasis chamber. Now, the plant that I used as the base, it's very delicate, cannot be exposed to the light. So please do not open it before ne it's necessary. All right. Sounds All good. Right. And how long does it take for this thing? How long is it going to last? It should, depending upon the soil alkalinity and the, the moisture in the air, as well as the moisture in the dirt. Nunabollet. It should last for several hours. That's enough that should us. be long enough to get out of there, yeah. Yep. Okay. Sounds like, a, uh, sounds like a deal. You'll hear us from us in a week or two. Uh, and if you don't, well. We tried. We tried, yeah. and uh, you die unfulfilled. Yeah. <laughs> and bye. Bye. And we're taking uh, everything that we need. Yep. And we're heading, uh, and we're we're seeing if we get, uh, we're we're going up into the atmosphere and waiting for Liza to get back to us to see if she's set everything up and to see if we got any information, we got any buyers interested. Mm -hmm. Liza sends you the listing. Did was she creating the dossier or was she creating the listing? She was creating the listing okay. and the profile of this hidden buyer and leaving enough clues for people yeah. to say like, oh, this might be the moth. This mm -hmm. might be legit, mm -hmm. without it being clearly the moth. So she sends both of those to you for kind of final approval before she makes it live. And everything looks completely on the up and up to you, you know, for being forged documents as, as up and up as those can be. But it looks legit, passes muster for the two of you. And do you give her the okay to make it live? Make it live. And then we're actually, before we, we're going to head off to Coruscant. Okay. Because once, and then we'll get the messages there. And then we'll buy a, a nice little limo and fly up from planet side. We have enough money for it. We have, an, we have what she paid us on the first half. Mm -hmm. Before you leave the system, you get your first hail. Oh, oh, that was quick. All right, all right. <clears throat> yeah, I'll look intimidating in the background. No, you're, you're, we're scientists. Look, look. Put, put, up the, put up the screens oh, and uh, we have like a little... <laughs> we're just doing audio for now. All Click. Right, all right. Yes. This is Imperial Commander Kevar Logat. We know that you have been in contact with an enemy of the Empire. Please prepare to be boarded. <laughs> I'm sorry, we're getting static. I say as I'm, we're heading out. We're drunning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my character is going to pump up the jam. He's trying to get the hell out of there. Yep. Okay. All right. How do they know we were here? They're the Empire. They know everybody's here. So. First thing I think I do is I shut off the communications and then I look around. Where is an Imperial Star Destroyer? Is it nearby? Do I see it? It's actually not a Star Destroyer. When you look at your readouts, it's a Imperial Cruiser. So much smaller, sort of like a scout ship. And it just entered the system, it looks like. And I am first, I'm throwing up our uh, fake credentials out there, which is the uh, Neener Neener. <laughs> And I'm trying to get us a hyperspace jump out of here. Okay. This is going to be hard. Yep. So three difficulty. Do I need to make an astro? We're going to cut to the chase, so to speak, and just make a piloting check rather than requiring astrogation first. And how? And you said hard? Three? Yes. I'll be in the guns in case you fail, which you will. I failed. One threat. No, I didn't fail. Oh, I, I, one threat. Yep. One threat. I'm on. I'm. I'm running towards the guns when I'm seeing he's failing. Yeah, I was not expecting space battles. Yep. 
You forgot to lean left again, didn't you? I didn't lean left. All right, hey Zeus, on the guns, this is going to be a gunnery check. Do I get any uh, added dice to roll with this ship or anything like that? Like, I, I don't remember how that works. Or do uh, I... Nope, its handling is at zero, mm. so there's no penalty or bonus Okay, cool. for piloting it. does have a speed of three. We'll say you're evenly matched because I don't want to try to dig up an Imperial cruiser in this. And let's do initiative. Okay. All right, our YT2400 is going to try to get the hell out of Dodge. Okay, and how do you do initiative in this game? Because you were not expecting to go into combat, this is going to be a vigilance roll. Okay. And there's no difficulty for it. Two advantages. One success and three advantages. Very nice. Oh, wow, they got three successes. Oh, come on. Excellent. So the Imperial Cruiser is going to fire on you first. You notice that they're not going for a kill shot. You know, obviously they could take you out pretty easily, but it becomes immediately apparent that they are only going for, you know, your engines. They want to disable, not destroy. Mm-hmm. But they they miss or you know, kind of get a, a glancing blow against your shields, but no actual damage. Mm-hmm. All right. There. See, I turned left on that one. Ah. So, Jesus, Vanden. All right. And I can use one strain to increase my... Maneuvers. Maneuvers. Oh, so, maneuvers, not action. Okay. Right. So, for example, one maneuver that is very handy is aiming, which mm-hmm. gives you one boost die per aim maneuver. Mm-hmm. So if you take one strain, you could add two boost die to aim twice. Okay. Interesting. And aim is an action, or is it... Um, it's a maneuver. It's maneuver, right. So, so your action would be shooting. Okay. Then I'm going to first maneuver, which is going to be aiming for me. And that's just going to be a... It's not here, so... What was it again for aiming? Uh, aim, aiming is a set one boost die, the blue square die. Oh, the blue square guy. Aiming is just one blue square. Die. Yes. And if I could use a strain, I can increase it by one more. Yes. Right. Okay. So I'm going to do that. So I'm just going to aim first. All right. You can roll it with your. Oh. Yep. So okay. um, add in your gunnery mm-hmm. um, and then two purple die for your two, difficulty. Three. Uh, one failure and three advantages. Okay. Okay. That was fun. Yep. So. Essentially, you you fire at them, and you don't hit them, but it's kind of you do a strafing shot across mm-hmm. the bow. So they're actually going to be at a disadvantage when they are going to, uh, when on their next attack. They're Perfect. actually going to upgrade their difficulty. Perfect. And pilot. Just trying to get away. Nothing okay. too fancy, just trying to get away from them. All right. You know, I will give you a boost die because of Jesus's advantages. And how many, and still hard? Yes. Three successes, a triumph, and a threat. Very nice. Nice. Very nice. So, yes, uh, I'm going to hold what that threat is for now, but with a triumph, you definitely make it out of there. Oh, hold on. We're going into hyperspace. And you're out. Yep. All right. Uh, So, possible future problem. When we come back with the... Well, whatever it's called, the Aldurian planty plant. Alderanian. Alderandian planty plant. We may have to suffer a return with another meetup with that cruiser. Yeah, we got nothing to worry about. That sounds like a job for future uh, church, and he's an asshole. Well, that's true. That is very, very true. All right, let's uh, let's get going. Mm. So we're going to head off to Coruscant. And while you're in hyperspace, it, you can't get communications, correct? Nope. Right. We're going with Legends. Legends, I think in the new can and you can but screw those people (laughs) (laughs) so you're in a communication blackout you're about two days from coruscant with the hyperdrive engine that you have so two days of pazak 
of Pazak. Yep. One day you'll get better than me, but not this day. So, oddly enough, our Sabak game, uh, all of the Sabak cards and chips are gone. Can't find them. What we happened? looked everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. No idea where it could have gone. It's a very boring mm-hmm. two days, or maybe a very anxious two days, because mm-hmm. you have no idea what's happening. You keep an eye on your sensors. Of course, you don't see any sign that you're being followed, but it's also kind of difficult to tell in hyperspace. You pop out back into normal space in the Coruscant system. And the Coruscant system, of course, is an absolute hub of activity, as this is as core world as you can get. This is the capital of the Empire. So there are ships coming and going left and right as you approach Coruscant. And I go back and I flip a switch that sends off our frequency as Church & Co. Shipping Corps. I told you to switch to Church & Hunter. Nope. And yeah, we're just we're, we're trying to get a landing strip uh, somewhere that's not too expensive. Okay. Do you check for messages or? Oh, of going? course, no. Yeah, we're we're doing all that stuff. But my my job is his job is to check for messages. Mm-hmm. Just check, don't respond. Mm-hmm. And my job is just to get us all prepared because uh, Coruscant doesn't like people lingering in their sector mm-hmm. uh, without making contact and saying where you're going. And we're just going to Coruscant, seeing Check the messages. Sides. Vanden, there's been several people that are interested in getting the Wobani tree lace. A couple of other high-ranking imperial people, as well as Prince Gizor. Oh, we've got, a, we've got somebody. We've got Prince. We've got Prince on the line. All right, let's, and I go and I just double-check the message to make sure that he didn't read it wrong mm-hmm. again. I should actually say that it's not Prince Shizor himself. It's his know, assistant, Guri, uh, some uh, Guri lady. It's actually Guri's assistant. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, we're third tier. We're third tier. Oh, come on. Oh, I and, thought we were higher class than that. Yeah, I'll, I'll respond as, as we are landing. Okay, mm-hmm. and it, it's easy enough to to land on on. Well, you have damaged landing equipment, so you put in your request to land. We don't have damaged equipment. <laughs> Everything's fine. That's one time I actually praised my brother. I'm proud of him as a good pilot. Never make fun of him ever again. And flight control uh, messages you back. What's the? Did you have a fake name for your ship at this Church point? Church and Co. Uh, shipping Company. Church and Co. You are not cleared for landing. Repeat, not cleared for landing. There is a problem with your landing gear. What? There's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong with our landing gear. Everything's fine. We're fine. How are you today? Well, my day was going fine until I had somebody arguing with me what I can see with my clear, my own eyes on my sensors. Your landing gear is faulty. You are not cleared for landing in Coruscant. What are we going to do? I mean, we, we can't just get out and fix it. You are welcome to dock with a space station in orbit, or perhaps you may even be able to contact one of the private sky hooks if they're willing to. We're not going to take that plot hook. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to go to a space station. (laughs) (laughs) The space station that is uh, orbiting Coruscant, where you can put in for repairs if you wish, or it can just be where you wait to make contact with Guri's assistant. You know what? We're going to put in for repairs. Yeah, we're going to put in repairs. As soon as we land inside the space station, I walk out, I look at the land gear. I was like, you did screw it up. You were the worst pilot. Well, we didn't land in the system. We attached to the station. Oh, we attached to it. That's the reason why. Then I I look out the window and yell at you. 
Well, it's not that bad. There's, it's not that bad. Half of it's off already. There, it's it's not following. No, now it's off. Every regulation, they change it every month. You know, it's fine. That would have, I would have been cracks in every. Oh, you know how much? How much is this? Oh, it's gonna cost what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're arguing with the uh, the, yep. the droid. Yep. About the cost, but eventually we will pay it because we have no choice. <laughs> and then we're paying for a shuttle down to the surface so we can go and buy a rent a limo mm-hmm. for the afternoon. Mm-hmm. Yep. This is, of course, after we contact. Uh, I'll put in a, a message to the assistant who is interested in buying this. Yep. This is going to be Tabreen. Hi, this is a representative uh, concerning the seedling that we have in our possession. Uh, we're hoping to respond to uh, Tabreen. Uh, please get back to me. Thank you. So you're just leaving a, a message? I'm sending it to whoever. Okay. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. And you get a, a response back pretty quickly from Tabreen, who indicates that they want you to come to the to the Falling's Fist as soon as it is convenient for you. Yes, uh, as luck would have it. We are about one uh, couple hours out from Coruscant. We can actually uh, make it in. Not a problem. And you should be expecting us, well, give us five hours. And they uh, agree. We're going to find uh, a planetary renting service. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you are able to find one. Of course, Coruscant is littered with essentially car rental places. It's easy enough to find one. I mean, do you want one that is, what, what scale? Because there's certainly lower ones where no questions are asked. And then there's more high tier ones where you certainly have better options, but they may be more discerning unless you're willing to pay a certain price what do you think oh we're representing someone who has enough money to pay off people we're gonna have to spend the cash for it the credits yeah we're gonna we're, we're ripping through these credits but we're gonna make more we're gonna make more you know, she may not she shouldn't uh, god i hope she doesn't die before we get there she does we can just let's steal the pot yeah that's right you're right yep we're, we're, we're gonna go we're gonna we're going to go somewhere where it, we can buy a nice something that a business representative would rent for a couple hours on Coruscant. Mm-hmm. All right, and puts a big dent in your credits, but mm-hmm. you look good, gentlemen. It, it felt bad not trying to negotiate at all. But you don't negotiate with these terrorists. Uh, you're right, you're right, you're right. They're the worst type of scum. All right, let's be scummy. And we, we're going to get in. We both get in the, like, into the back, and I look towards Hazus' character, and I was like, you're the, I'm the one in the suit. You're the help. Oh, I'm going to make you suffer for this later. Well... I could drive. Well, you're not getting a tip with that attitude. <laughs> I slip on some sunglasses and lean back. Are you going directly to the Falling's Fist? You you gave yourself five hours, which mm-hmm. is it's pl- more than enough time to rent your your vehicle. Is yeah. there anything else you wish to do on Coruscant? Can we do anything while being suspicious in this vehicle? No, we're no. just gonna sit. We're sitting in the lot waiting. Yep. <laughs> And what I'm going to say is that the two different compartments are is, oh, the the back compartment is soundproof. So I put up the mirror and I, uh, I'm, is there recorded music? I'm assuming in this universe. Or? Of course, it's I play uh, I play some of it, the music he hates the most in the background. With while well, while well, the front half is soundproof the entire time. So he's he's cut you off completely soundproofed. Uh, Legat, what do you do in the back while you wait? I take out my pi- uh, my blaster pistol and just keep on aiming it towards the shadowy part of the window <laughs> and just say. Poo, <laughs> Doing quick, like, like just doing quick, quick draws. Yeah. Secret lovers. No, 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 no. 
You and Laura Dern. Pew, pew. <laughs> pew, pew. And it is getting close to the time to make your rendezvous with Tabreen. All right, bro. Make yourself presentable. It's time. Cool. Yeah, we're heading up. Right. We're heading up. Take us away, driver. Try it again. Take it away, driver. Scum. <laughs> Lick my boots. Hoy, 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 hoy. <laughs> and I drive off. And I slam the brakes for a brief second. <laughs> so my face slams into the wind. Ah! They don't want damaged goods, damn it! I, and I drive off. So Coruscant is a planet that is an entire city, or the entire planet is one large city, and it has built vertically. So you you made your rental probably somewhere like mid-tier in the, the towering uh, skyscrapers of Coruscant. So you are driving up and up and up. And you are past the tallest skyscraper. So you're beginning to get this beautiful vista view of this giant planet-sized city as you are going up to the Falling's Fist skyhook. The Falling's Fist is not the only skyhook over Coruscant. Palpatine has his own skyhook, of course. Mm. They're neighbors. Not like really close neighbors. You know, mm-hmm. you don't go and borrow a cup of sugar, yeah. but you know, technically they're neighbors. But they wave. They wave. As well as other very influential and rich people on Coruscant. They extremely rich people on Coruscant or businesses will will have their own skyhooks as well. And so you make it up to, to the skyhook, and as I said, it had those horizontal docking pylons. That's where you can park your hovercraft. Yep, that's what we're doing. And you are greeted by two people. Uh, both of them are Faleen. The, the Faleen are a reptilian race. It's very scaly skin that comes in a variety of colors, as well as uh, they all have long, dark hair on kind of the back half of their heads. The first is obviously some kind of, of guard. Uh, she is a Faleen woman with dark emerald green skin with very mild facial ridges just above her light blue eyes. And the other is a shorter and squatter Faleen man who has uh, light blue skin and dark green eyes. The two of them are kind of inverses. The woman is very tall with the darker skin and the light eyes, while the man is short and squat with light skin and dark eyes. I open the door, walk out, go to the back, open the door. And I step out, and I'm holding the bio unit in my hand. As soon as he walks forward a bit, I step back and to the left of him. As you step forward, the woman, she, she also steps forward and holds up her hand. Halt, we must search you. By all means. And she performs a quick search, uh, a pat down, uh, checking for weapons. Mm-hmm. Did either of you bring weapons along? I brought my heavy blaster. All right. Uh, I do not. I, I don't. I, I put uh, my blaster in the hidden compartment. So you have a holdout blaster that's actually pretty easy to hide, Billy, if you wanted to. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to actually try it on your person. I'm going to try to hide it on my person. Mm-hmm. And Jesus, did you make any attempt to hide your heavy blaster? No, because I'm the bodyguard. I'm supposed to have okay, a weapon on Okay, all right. Yep. So she's really, so we're going to see if she can get what uh, Billy is doing. Yep, you add some, uh, a black die to it. Yes. Nope, she does not seem to find it. Good, because I pushed it someplace I'm not comfortable <laughs> with. So she does the the pat down of you, uh, Legat, doesn't find anything. Vanden, she goes to you and obviously finds the, the heavy mm-hmm. blaster. I'm afraid we can't allow this on the skyhook. I look at Legat. I'm sorry, he's my security. I really would feel more comfortable making this deal with someone who is here for my protection. The man steps forward. Uh, Sergeant, Sergeant, leave it alone, leave it alone. We're, we're here to, we're here as businessmen, right, fellows? I am Tabreen. It is 
an honor and a pleasure to meet both of you. Honor's all mine. I represent, of course, an unnamed buyer, but I do have the merchandise. Uh, do you have a scientist here to confirm uh, what we possess? I, I, I can do the, the confirmation. I just need to, to see the goods. Absolutely. Uh, but I believe we don't want to do these negotiations in, in what is considered, I would say, a garage. <laughs> huh? Oh, well, I'm afraid we're uh, a little light on accommodations right now. There's a bit of a renovation project uh, ongoing, um, but we'll... We'll find we'll find a, a more private area. Any place that is more accustomed to having plant life, you will. As you know, these uh, roots, these the seedling is very very delicate disposition uh, towards exhaust fumes and and particles in the air. So if you know of anywhere that's more fresh, I would say. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great. I don't want to damage the goods before you undoubtedly is going to purchase it. I stop myself from rolling my eyes, but it's really hard. But your restraint is noble. Mm -hmm. However, there is a lot of bullshitting happening, oh, there, yeah, happening yeah. there, so I would like a deception roll to see how well you pull it off. Versus? Average. Three successes, one threat. So Tabreen is completely taken in. You can tell that the sergeant, the woman that is next to him, she's still looking very suspicious and giving kind of both of you the stink eye. But Tabreen turns to her and says, Sergeant, Sergeant, uh, please lead the, lead the way to uh, more fitting accommodations for our guests. And she just grits her teeth. Yes, sir, shall I escort everyone to the garden? Would that be a suitable place for the tender roots? <sighs> Garden, my pollen allergy. I, I suppose it will be. That'll be. I guess that'll be fine, Sergeant. <laughs> <laughs> Such a dick. Interesting that one who deals in plants would have a pollen allergy. I don't deal in plants. I deal with money. And when a person wants me to sell anything from a Rancor egg to a seedling, I that's what I'll handle. Much like you, I suppose, you don't argue when someone says to do what they're told. Speaking of which, which ways to the garden? You can almost hear her clenching her jaw like you can hear her teeth mm -hmm. grinding against each other. This way. Thank you, Lieutenant. And I whisper in his ear. <laughs> you dick. Oh, let's. Yeah. And I whisper in his ear. <laughs> let's see how she. You're pushing the line. You're having too much fun. Come on. <laughs> you just <laughs> As you call her lieutenant, she just, she, she stops and she looks back at you. I'm going to need to inspect that stasis chamber more closely. Of course. I'm glad that you finally asked to do your job. And she takes it and she drops it. Oops. I'm going to try to catch it. Great. That is going to be an athletics check, Jesus. Mm -hmm. It's going to be an average difficulty. Average. Three successes, two threats. Three successes, you grab it. It's a, a very smooth, quick move. However, the door of it swings open mm. and the tree lace seed pod falls to the ground. Mm -hmm. So it plops onto yeah. the deck. I quickly pick it up. I put it back in, close it, stand straight up looking at her. Tabreen, we feel that the sergeant has endangered the package. We're going to move to a different cellar. No, uh, 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 no, 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 no. I'm going to, to send the sergeant away and he gives her a, a look of just pure anger just glaring daggers at her and she turns back to him 
Sir, I am responsible for station security. These two seem to be hiding something. Of course they're hiding something. They're hiding who they're actually working for, and you're going to ruin it all. You know how much this is going to mean to the prince if we're able to get this. I have heard your theories, but I don't think it's going... You are not paid to think. Get out of here right now. And she leaves. I think we got off to a wrong start. I apologize. There's no apology necessary to Breen, says. And he's kind of like hunching over, not quite bowing, but he's definitely making himself smaller, which you know enough of Feline physiology and Feline sociology, really, the two of you, to know like this is like a submissive move. He's trying to make himself seem smaller and less threatening. This is my fault. She's been a bit uppity recently the the, the remodeling has everyone on edge and she's worried about security there's been some some infiltrations recently but we're so glad that you're here thank you so much uh again i'm i am so sorry we're we're let me make let me make this right with the two of you let's just get to the gardens of course of course we can if that's what you want we can keep moving along come with me vanden grunts and follows Yep, I follow him as well. And so Tabreen is going to lead both of you to the gardens. The gardens is in the lower section of the Skyhook, probably one of the last habitable of the lower docks before you get into things like the repulsor engine rooms and, and other storage like that. All the walls are completely windowed aside from the one section where the door is for you to come in. So you get absolutely beautiful views of Coruscant and this megalopolis just spread out below you as well as you see a little bit because of how high up in the atmosphere you are, a little bit of the curve of the atmosphere and just the first hint of stars in the sky above you. It's like a perpetual twilight in a lot of ways because of how close you are to space. The gardens themselves are about 300 meters in diameter. You know, so it's ta- the sky hook tapers as it gets towards closer to the bottom. Um, but it's roughly circular. And as you walk in, much like Tima's greenhouse, the air is heavy and humid and pungent with the scent of flowers. There are butterflies flittering through the air from flower to flower. And uh, again, this is just a riot of green and bright colors of the different flowers and other fauna that make up these gardens. So Tabreen leads you in. Uh, this is, of course, where the, uh, the tree lace is eventually going to, to live. Uh, I hope that it, I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure the uh, mysterious benefactor of this sale will be glad to know that it's going to be so well taken care of. Hmm? Hmm? I agree. I'm doing a quick glance to see if I can find anywhere where the Alderaan flora is uh, located. All right. That is going to be a hard perception check. I'm going to do the same thing. All right. So if the two of you are going to do this, you can absolutely both do your own roles, or you can work together and give one person a higher role. What is perception for both of you? Two yellows. I have a yellow, a green, and a yellow. So you have two yellows. I'm sorry. A yellow, a green, a green. So yellow and two greens. So... What we would do is, if Billy does the role, he could get to upgrade one of those yellows. So mm-hmm. he would have two yellows and a green for his role. Right, right. Mm-hmm. So it's it's essentially the two of you working together. Okay. One success, one triumph. Oof. No threats, no advantages. Nice. Very nice. Very nice. As you're looking around, at a quick glance, you can see 
in your immediate area that you are able to start discerning that there are separate plots in the garden and those plots are labeled by planet. So there'll be several different plants within each planet's plot. So you're getting the idea of how this garden is organized. You actually see Coruscant, even though not very much grows on Coruscant. You see Corellia, other planets like that. And then towards the middle, you see a section where you can't see a label immediately, but you do notice that all of the plants there have been replanted within the last eh, six-ish months. Like you can see that the dirt has been tilled very recently there. So it's an area where there's been a lot of shifting going on. And you know that after Alderaan's destruction, in the Empire, they tried to wipe as many mentions of Alderaan as they could. It was, if you were a native of Alderaan who wasn't on the planet at the time, you tried to distance yourself from your heritage. If you had business dealings on Alderaan, you might suddenly find yourself blacklisted because it wasn't good to associate with somebody who had associated with Alderaan. So you can put it together with that triumph that if you wanted to hide that you had a collection of Alderaan plants, you might want to move where they had been and make sure not to label it. Using our our hidden brotherly language, mm-hmm. I flick my eyes and kind of bite my lower lip, mm-hmm. signaling for him to pay attention and follow my gaze. Yep. And he looks over and he spots yep. what looks to be the night bloom. Yeah, and I signal back in bro chance the, that guy could confirmation. And then, uh, yeah, we're going to take a seat wherever there's like a, a bench. Mm-hmm. I'm waiting for him to pull out some bio scanner so he can uh, scan this seed. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I hope you won't be offended if I, of course, we could see on uh, the the unfortunate display earlier that you had the the tree lace, but I hope you won't mind if I do a genetic confirmation. You're doing your job professionally. I will never hold that against an individual. Oh, thank you, thank you. It's a uh, uh, it's, it's it's so nice to be uh, recognized for one's professionalism. Mm. Thank you. Can we carry this on, though, in a quick and mannered? Uh, of course, I'm sure you're both uh, very, very busy gentlemen. Very busy gentlemen. Uh, just, just, just take a moment. Uh, and he pulls out his scanner. Let's see what exactly he discovers when he's scanning. Uh, may I examine the scanner? I just want to make sure it's up to our uh, specifications as well. Oh, well, uh... I want to make sure you haven't altered it. The last thing I need you to do is to say that there is a genetic flaw in this to get a cheaper price. Give me deception again. I'm not going to give you a difficulty. We're going to make this an opposed role. (laughs) Okay, I am awesome. (laughs) I'm really good at deception. What'd you get? Three successes and a triumph. I had three advantages. (laughs) It's nice you tried. (laughs) (laughs) So, of course, that that does... (sighs) Makes sense, but I assure you that uh, that we here on the Falling's Fist, we would never stoop to such uh, uh, such tactics. Yep. And I'm just going through it very carefully, looking through it. I'm actually going to try to break it without him noticing. <laughs> oh, oh right. Try to press my thumb against like a scanner, dislodge it, something like that. That seems like it's a skullduggery check. I yep. love it. That seems like skullduggery. And you know what? I was going to give you a setback die because you're trying to do it stealthfully, but you get to remove a setback die from that roll. And so how many difficulty? This is going to be, it's still going to be hard. One success, but two threats. Two threats. All right. You're able to break it. But yes, you you injure yourself. You actually cut your your finger. Two strain? Yes. 
there's something wrong with this. It doesn't seem to be working properly. I try scanning and show that oh, it's perhaps broken. it's because you've got blood all over it. Uh, why would you hand me something that's that could damage me? Do you have another scanner? I, I'll have to go and and get one. I'll. Be uh, could you pick up a bandage for me? And I should have also mentioned you see spread throughout this area several gardeners. Mm-hmm. There's no droids present here. All of the gardeners are are humanoids. You were in a private area, so there wasn't anybody in your immediate vicinity, but you did see other gardeners around, spread out around the, the gardens. Uh, and one pops up as Tabreen is is heading out to get a new scanner. It's a, a small Bothan woman. She pops up carrying a small first aid med pack. Uh, i sorry I didn't mean to eavesdrop, but I heard that there was an injury. Yes, I hand off the container, the bio container to Jesus, flick my eyes towards the area around the Alderaan floor. Yes, uh, thank you very much, I say as I take the first aid kit from her. And as they're distracted by him, I'm going to slowly walk over to where I think the Alderaan plant is. We're going to try to do this stealthily, Mm -hmm. keep an eye out for, like, cameras, but Mm -hmm. there's foliage for that reason. Yeah, yeah. The Bothan, you know, first she just has a rag and she cleans your hand, Billy, and then she takes out a small back to patch. So are you gentlemen bringing uh, some something new for me to take care of? Uh, yes, it's a Robani tree lace. Very fascinating. Jesus, give me a stealth roll, and mm-hmm. it's going to be opposed. Oh, of course. Let's see what happens. So I only have the three stealth, so whoop-a. three successes. You beat her perception roll. Mm-hmm. So she actually is completely focused on you, Legat. Vanden, you are able to go off on your own. Mm-hmm. So Legat, she just kind of keeps up a, a patter with you. That's all I'm doing. Is try- mm-hmm. I'm just trying to keep it. I'm mm-hmm. talking to her, but occasionally I'm looking. Just, you know, I'm turning my head to cough, and I'm just kind of glancing around to see if there's anybody else trying to mm-hmm. heading this way so I can try to keep them. I'm trying to give him as much time to make the exchange. Yes. Mm-hmm. So and you don't see anybody else approaching. And Vanden, you go over to the section that you believe is the mm-hmm. Alderaan section, and right there in the middle is the night-blooming rose of Alderaan. All right, looking around, I'm going to just quickly as possible make the switch. Okay. Bum, the, bum. So that is going to be a skullduggery check. Oh, boy. All right. So for me, that is a yellow and a green. And we're going to make this. This is hard. Mm-hmm. One success, but one threat. So long as you get a success, that means you do it. Yep. It just means that, you know, it's a success at a cost with yep. a, a threat there. Yep. You're making the switch, and when you open up the secret compartment mm. in this containment unit, you're kind of stunned for a moment because this looks nothing like the rose. <laughs> oh, shit. I mean, she said it was going to live for days, but it's going to live for days as something that doesn't look like a night-blooming rose. Just, I just made switch. I just do it. <laughs> yeah, you're not paid to, to worry about <laughs> yeah. that. So, it, so it's supposed <laughs> to be like a beautiful red. It's kind of like a violet. Opposite. So the night-blooming rose, I should describe uh-huh. what it looks like. It is. It doesn't grow on a bush like we think of roses. It is actually just a single stalk flower. Mm-hmm. And the blossom itself is about the size of your fist with this iridescent purple petals mm-hmm. that it's so dark they're almost black and they have this kind of almost oily sheen to them whereas the thing that you have 
in the containment unit, it looks like red fungus. As soon as I make the switch, I panic a little and just put a little dirt on it. So that's at least for at least, at least a minute, if you just quickly graze through it, uh, gaze at it, it's not suspicious. Uh-huh. Just just a little dirt and just and a hurry back. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you you panicked as you were throwing the, the dirt on it. But as you were putting the flower in the hidden compartment, you get a good whiff of it. Mm-hmm. And it is the sweetest scent that you've ever smelled. And man, you just feel really relaxed. Like... <sighs> Jesus. What was that panic about? Like, dude, this is a beautiful place. Mm-hmm. The galaxy is beautiful. Mm-hmm. And you feel a bit stoned. Okay. I <laughs> I casually walk back towards my brother. Super cash. Just super cash. I, I it's more of a strut. I kind of furrow my brow, but I keep the Bothan uh, facing me as we're continually ta- we're continuously talking about just various plans, and I am I am stumbling through this. Oh, it looks like my help is here. Thank you for your assistant, Gardener. It was my pleasure to assist, and she's glaring daggers at. Vanden. I hate to ask this, but um, before you leave, I'm going to have to make a search. It's a standard operating procedure, you understand. Very valuable things here. It's part of your job is fine. I'm opening up the medical kit she gave me. Is there an injector? Let's see. You do not have a destiny point to flip, so... There is an injector, but it's empty. Cool. I uh, slap in my uh, neutron pixie. Oh, no. <laughs> and as she's talking, I was like, yeah, but how about we just do that right now? Billy, for the audience, what is neutron pixie? Oh, what are you going to It's an, a high, highly addictive drug with hallucinogenic qualities. Oh, crap. No, I don't want to do this yet because it adds three to all perception and vigilance check. I get it ready. I get it ready just in case. Actually, do, what does Blooster Blue do? Upgrades the ability of any agility, intellect, or cunning related check. Yeah, these are good. These are the good points. <laughs> but I have it ready. Yeah, so I gave both of you uppers, essentially. Okay, all right, all right. Is there something wrong? I say as I look concerned towards the Bothan. I put my hand around his shoulders like, yeah, is there something wrong, man? As you noted, it's just part of my job. And she is going to pat you down, Vanden. Mm-hmm. She's patting you down first. Um, of course, she knows that you've got the, the mm-hmm. weapon on you. It's a little ticklish. Mm-hmm. And she's got these small little boffin hands. Valden? Valden? Valden. Name's Vanden. Oh, so, I'm sorry. Hey, settle. 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 Settle down. Settle. Settle. Because I'm not saying his name out loud. Yeah. Settle. Uh, can I just take a look at the... Uh, the containment unit. By all means, I open it up. And she pokes around in it. Did you already take out the tree lace? Yep, the tree lace is inside. So she takes out the tree lace and then holds the container up to her face. She's like, what's this? A latch on the inside here? And she's going to drop the tree lace and she's reaching for the hidden compartment. I take it out of her hand. That is going to be an opposed athletics check. One success and three advantages. 
two successes, a triumph, and three advantages. It had to happen sometime. <laughs> so I, I will grant you a moment <laughs> of tug of war. Yep. And you and are, then she, uh, well, what I'm going to say is basically she just grabs my shoulder and starts tickling, begin tickling. <laughs> yes, because you are a, a larger yep. human and Bothans are small. Mm-hmm. So she like actually just reaches right up as you're trying to like reach over her head. So she reaches up into your armpit and tickles you. <laughs> and she grabs it and she pulls it open. Yeah. Thank you. I've been trying to get this myself for weeks. Stun. All right. <laughs> My you character have... quick draw. Yep. I have a quick draw and fire. You have quick draw. So yes, you can do that. That is going to be average difficulty. I'm going to let you get in one shot before we have to do uh, initiative. Two successes, one advent, one triumph, and two threats. So, Oh, you got a triumph? Two threats, but two threats. Okay. So with a triumph, you get a critical hit. Woo. In this case... 94. Very nice. Ouch. Okay. And you, you're using the stun setting. Yes. I'm not looking to kill. I'm not a killer. All right. So she is going to be suffering one strain every time she makes an action. Damn. Two. So that's six points of damage. Okay. Which uh, she reduces with her wounds. You oh, got her high. Mm-hmm. You got high. Yeah. Because she got high. Because I got high. Because I got. Where am I? <laughs> 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 so you stun her as she is trying to run away you get a a good hit in and she definitely stumbles in fact you had advantages as well so she is going to drop the container but she is still up Mm -hmm. so everybody roll me vigilance for our initiative two successes a triumph and an advantage very nice i think i have something called rapid advantage so Suffer a number of strain to add to equal to reaction. So, yeah, I got two. I'm going to actually uh, use a rapid reaction. Mm-hmm. So what does rapid reaction allow you to do? I take strain, um, and I can lower my – I can gain another one. So I got two successes, one advantage. So Bothan is going to go before you, Billy. But not before Mr. Triumph. Not before <laughs> Mr. Triumph. Who do you think <laughs> you are? So, Vanden, the Bothan has – Started to run with the bio container, mm-hmm. but with the stun blast from Legat, she has dropped the container, but you can see that she is reaching for a weapon. What do you do? Okay, first I'm going to use my bodyguard maneuver. So basically I'm going to take a strain of any attacks against my brother. Take a, until beginning of the next turn, upgrade the difficulty of combat checks targeting him by that number, which is just one. Okay, okay. that's great. Yep, And then I'm just going to shoot her with my heavy blaster at stun. All right. Okay. Can you do both maneuvers, or are they both? Uh... No, the one's an action, wasn't maneuver. Okay, just yeah. want to make sure. Yeah, yeah. I just wanted to double check. No, sorry. Okay, let's see. And my gunnery, or I'm sorry, my heavy is. And then it's two difficulty. Two difficulty to do. And let's see if my gun gives me ability if I make the hit. No, just optical sight, decrease difficulty of combat checks at long extreme range. Nothing else fancy. So. Yep, and she's not at long range. Sure. All right, and that is uh, five advantages. <laughs> Okay. That's pretty good advantage. Yeah, 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 yeah. Very yep. advantageous? Advantageous. <laughs> yeah, that is very advantageous. Does not do any damage to her, of mm-hmm. course. So with five, what I'm going to say is we're going to split them between two people. So Legat is going to get a boost die on his next action, mm-hmm. and she is going to get a setback die on her next action. Perfect. Great. So speaking of her action... She is still going for her weapon, and she's going to pull out a light blaster pistol, Mm -hmm. and she is going to shoot it at the person that actually did damage her, because you just kind of like 
yeah, again, kind of strafing fire. Right, right. And let's see. Her. And she gets another disadvantage because of bodyguarding. Yes. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's going to upgrade her difficulty, yes. right? Yeah. So she gets two. Nicely done. So mm-hmm. yeah, that is. So upgrading the difficulty means she's updating from a difficulty die to a challenge die, okay. and then the setback die is a separate thing. Okay. Either way. All right. Cool. You've done good. Uh, yes. Yeah. I did my job. by upgrading her difficulty, you've introduced the possibility of her getting a despair. Okay. But actually, one thing that I'm going to do is I'm going to flip a destiny point Woo. so that you get one back. Mm-hmm. But that means she now rolls four yellow dice. So she got three successes. Mm-hmm. So Legat, that is going to be... Eight points of stun damage coming your way. Okay, that hurts. You can, of course, soak that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But I mentioned that, you know, including a challenge dice leads to a despair. Or opens the possibility of a despair. Yeah, she got despair. (laughs) All part of the plan. Any idea what you're going to do? You said said there's windows. (laughs) That's, I feel like that, I need to say that. I think we all just die. Um, Or start to fire. (laughs) As soon as she takes the shot at you, Vanden, both of you see her gun spark and it explodes in her hand. So her gun is unusable now, Mm -hmm. as well as she's going to take a little bit more damage uh, because her gun just blew up in her hand. Fair enough. Okay, and now, Legat, it is your turn. I am going to shoot her. Mm -hmm. Jesus, I need you to blow on my dice. Uh, Let's not do that. Do it. I will lick your guys, but I will not blow on your dice. They're two separate things. All right, Jesus. Yep. Badushk. Yeah. <laughs> we got another one. Sibling rivalry. One success, one triumph, one threat. <laughs> There's a lot of threats going yeah, on. Yeah. And you didn't even include your boost die that you had in there. Oh, yeah. And it's another. Add your boost die. Mm-hmm. See if it cancels out that threat. It did. <laughs> Two successes and a triumph. Nice. Okay. Describe how, I, I know you're just using stun setting, but I'm going to say with another triumph, she's down for the count. Mm-hmm. What do you, what do you do? Legat shoots at her and she stumbles back, crashing into the unmarked flower area. <gasps> oh. And my character pauses. And then he looks around to see if there's any cameras. There's no cameras. Yeah. Okay, and as uh, he's wondering, looking at the cameras, I'm looking back in the open, now open compartment, trying to smell more of the flower. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. You ever think... Close it. Now. No, no. Just close the damn thing now. We're leaving. Are we done? Okay. Yeah, we're leaving. All right. All right. All right. Unless we run into that guy. Then I can talk our way out of this. Mm -hmm. Which one of you is going to be carrying the bio unit? I'm going to be carrying the bio bio unit, and then I'm like, take out your gun. Take out your blaster. Okay, I take out my blaster. And then I'm going to... I should clean this thing. Graze me. Okay. Graze my I move it away from my head and aim it towards my shoulder. All right. All right. Just hold still. There's all three of you. One, two, Wait, three. <laughs> Since you're under the influence, yep. Jesus, I do think I need you to make a roll. It's fair. Oh, man. This is a poor idea, people. I mean, poor idea. All right. And it's going to be a straight heavy weapons? Yep. But I'll make this easy. Mm-hmm. So, so just one difficulty. One, yeah. one difficulty. All right. And one difficulty. What's the worst that can happen? I should have done the aiming. Oh, well, what's the... Oh, okay, one success and one advantage. I mean, if a success, if he's trying to win me, would that mean he succeeded in winging, like... Yeah, so it, this is not a success to do damage. It's a success to make sure all you do is win yes. him. Yes. Yeah, so how much damage would I take? I do take some, I would say. Half? Sure, half sounds good. Half of... Uh, this is for wounds, but okay. what's your damage for your uh, thing? Uh, it is a... 
Heavy Blaster Pistol, seven damage. So I'll take half of that, which okay. is three point five. Mm-hmm. We'll round down. Okay, okay. So, so yeah, it would actually soak that. Yep. Yeah, but yeah. I have a nice little burn mark on yes. me. Yes. My God, I'm so sorry, and I start to hug him. Stop, stop. Oh my God, why would I do that? No, I know we've always fought. I slap him across the face. Oh. Knock yourself out of it, God damn it! And um, I'm looking around towards uh, for for that Fallon, Tim Bryn. I'm I'm uh, I'm waiting for him, and I'm sitting on the ground holding my arm. He comes back in, and he's looking at the scanner, obviously checking and double checking and triple checking that this one is in proper working order so everything is fine and then he looks up i'm i'm holding my arm in absolute pain and i'm i'm looking towards uh uh, vanden and say uh, is she down (gasps) the altar all the plants over there your damn gardener attacked us she had a blaster i point towards the remnants that are all over the place what is this? Is this some sort of... A, you're trying to double-cross us? We came here in good faith. We have Imperial... Co- this is an attack on our unknown bio. How dare you, sir? This is an attack on Prince Shimor's most prized... You don't understand. These don't exist anymore. It's your gardener. I can't deal with you right now. So whatever your problem is, you're going to have to... You, if you need to go sell to someone else, go. I'm going... Uh, this he is, got We're sh- done. Shot. We're done. Out of here. Do, don't come back to us looking for this the seedling and we're just walking out. Do you have a doctor? I grab you <laughs> I grab you by the arm and we're trailing you. Come on, Jesus. <laughs> As you're leaving, you just hear him going, where is it? Where is it? Where did it go? <gasps> Speed walking, speed walking. As we hear, we just turn to do speed walking. Run, run. I grab the med kit. Maybe we- <laughs> just keep on going, keep going. As you're like hustling yeah. down the hallway, as you're trying to apply yeah, a back to pass. Just so still. Like, <laughs> keep missing. Yeah. I slap it on your face once by accident. Come on, come on, come on. Right, let's go, let's go. As you're heading back to the docking bay, you do start hearing footsteps behind you. Very quick running footsteps uh, from several people. Mm-hmm. If you look back behind you, you see it uh, looks like security guards are rushing towards you. We're running. Mm-hmm. Run! Let's do some running. This is going to be athletics. Do I got athletics? Yeah, of course I got athletics. Oh. Difficulty two? Uh, this is actually going to be opposed, so no difficulty for okay. you guys. Then one success, three advantages. Two successes, two advantages. Nice. Vanden, two of the security guards tackle you oh. as you're they're just a little bit faster than you the third is still chasing you legat uh you haven't lost him but but he hasn't caught you yet either mm-hmm. vanden you've been tackled what do you do i'm gonna elbow one in the, in the nose that's going to be brawl yep and that is going to be a uh just an average two difficulty oh that is a one failure and one advantage you whiff no no i'm, I'm wide off i'm like, just yeah. stop Oh my god, your illusion. I went right through you. And they're just just holding yep. you in place. They're not trying to attack you. It's just they're yep. pinning you down. Mm-hmm. Legat, you're still being chased. What do you do? Uh, this guy just seemed like he's... Uh, tell me about the security guard. Buff, athletic, armor to the core. Uh, young kid. I Not kid kid, but like 19. <laughs> has a patchy beard. And his uniform, it's a, a dark blue, and you see on the shoulder is the emblem of the Black Sun. But it hangs off of his lanky frame. Cool. We're, he's just, hey, you stop. We're, uh, I'm trying to quickly turn into like a room 
and then I'm waiting for him in the shadows. Okay. So you're you're able to wait for him in the shadows. What are you going to do as he approaches? <laughs> Try to get behind him with my gun and press it against the back of his head. Okay. It seems... I'm going to make that a skullduggery check mm-hmm. rather than just stealth because you're trying to be very, very scoundrelish. Yep. And what is the difficulty? Average. Okay. One failure, one triumph, one advantage. Oh, goodness. I always hate it when you fail but get a triumph. You are able to get behind him and you have your weapon drawn. And the um, the kid stops and, and turns... Um, no, you're, uh, uh, he's just obviously very flustered. So you don't have him, have him pinned by any means, but you've, you've flustered him. This isn't how it's supposed to, I need backup, backup. I'm going to stun him if I can. Just fire, fire, fire. Uh, Give him a a shot. This is going to be average. And I'll give you a boost die for that triumph. Mm -hmm. Am I supposed to get a, uh. And this is too too purple? Yes. Uh, Three successes and a triumph. Woo! And a threat. Billy sometimes goes on these runs (laughs) in Star Wars where he just gets triumph after triumph after triumph. I swear, people, I'm showing everybody when I'm rolling. Yep. It's legit. Mm -hmm. And he is a minion, so bam, he's down with that triumph. You said this was his clothing was hanging off him, right? I did say that. Mm -hmm. Jesus, I'm coming back for you, buddy. You come back, you, you make the switch. Cool, and I'm I'm just moving. I'm I'm hiding. I'm putting him in a locker, and I'm hiding the uh, the container in a room. And I'm going back for my brother. All right. And um, yeah. So I'm- the the two the two security guards have have wrestled mm-hmm. Vanden to the floor. And Vanden, I feel like at a certain point you just go with it. <laughs> like yeah. this is a good place for a you nap. Know what? You know. I- so you see your brother passed out on the floor, mm-hmm. as far as you're concerned. Uh, what does your booster gold do again? Bo- booster oh, blue? Is- Upgrades, agility, intellect, or cunning related checks. I'm going to say that's an upper. Yep. I'm switching that out into, I'm switching that into the, the injector I have. And I'm moving towards the guards as they have him down. I'm like, I got a sedative. I don't really think he needs a sedative. Hey, boss wants him down. And I just kneel, I'm not even asking a question, just kneeling down and I'm injecting him. Okay. And... So, uh, Jesus, for the uh, rest of the game, mm-hmm. uh, you're going to be upgrade ability, intellect, or cunning-related checks. So that's if the skill uses... So that actually boosts your attributes, not skills. Ah, uh, okay. Um, still, I mean, that's a really cool thing. So mm-hmm. it, that makes it really broad. Right. Um, because you now have improved uh, concentration and mental acuity. Mm-hmm. And you're, like, you're better at shooting, so you would get an extra pr- uh, green. Yep, yep. Well, it would actually upgrade one of those greens to a uh, yellow. Oh, okay. Oh, cool. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. bam. I uh, inject him. Fucking kill! <laughs> a little bit like that. Uh, oh, you are, oh, you're awake. Oh, He's awake! Oh, I stumble, <laughs> I'm stumbling away. I think we should do uh, an initiative check. Yeah. All right. We'll have Vanden go first. Okay. I'm still on the ground, right? Yes. I'm going to try to move my arm and grab the head of one of the guards and slam it to the ground okay. right next to me. That is a brawl check. And that is a one success and two threats. So what you would do is you would add that one success to your brawn and you would do four damage. Yep. Okay, so I do four damage though. And which is actually equal to their soak. Mm-hmm. So you are able to to grab the guy and you had threats or advantages? Uh, two threats. Two threats. 
Uh, so you you do get your hand around the back of the guy's head, but he has a, a helmet on, so your hand kind of gets pinched in the helmet, mm-hmm. and so the two of you are in a, a very awkward yeah. uh, position. He, the guards are going to get a okay. boost on their next action. Fair enough. Legat, we'll go with you. He's going to start shooting. He's going to. He's like, oh, he's the prisoner's up, and then he's just going to start shooting at the uh, mm-hmm. other guard. The drug increases my uh, agility and what willpower was it? No intelligence. Intellect- in- Intellect and cunning. Okay, never mind. So yeah, it's like unarmed is like the one thing that (laughs) doesn't help here. I got one success, and that is going to be just straight up one success, which is six points of damage. Okay. You you take down the other security guard. So there's just one that's on Jesus right now. Questions. Coercion, essentially intimidation? Yes. Oh, okay. Actually, no, you know what? No, he gets... I'm not going to say fuck you, but... He he gets to go first. Oh, yeah, the guy goes first. Yep, so he is... And it's the one I have grabbed, right? Yes. Yeah, okay. So he's pulled out a truncheon that he has, essentially a billy club, and he's trying to force you back with it, kind of pressing it against your neck Mm -hmm. to push you back. Okay. Uh, And he gets one success. Mm -hmm. So that does, uh, that actually does five strain damage. Ouch. You soaked that. I uh, soak four of that, yeah. So, so that I only take one strain. Yeah. Yep. Yep. But as he's pressing it against your throat, this has um, the truncheon has the disorient quality, mm-hmm. which means that he's he's cutting off the, your airflow a little bit. So mm. even with this extra drug running through your system, you're going to have one setback dive on your okay. next uh, check. Okay. My go. Yes. I'm trying to place both hands on the truncheon that he has against my neck. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna look him straight in the eye, and I'm going to say. I'm going to take this thing and shove it down your throat and shake. Coercion. Yep. And one setback die, you said? Yes. And that's the black one, right? Yes. And then two purples. That is... Oh, that's two failures. Oh. (laughs) Nope. (laughs) (laughs) Nope. Nope. Well, I tried. You do try to pull it from him, and he's like, got a little too much of the spice in your system, don't you? Fucking kill! (laughs) Look at. Shoot him. Oh, no, I miss. One threat. Wow, this has turned into Jesus. a comedy of errors. As this, Please don't shoot me. This lone minion, <laughs> this lone minion is going to pull back that, that trunch. You know, if he survives this, he might just get a promotion, even if he fails. I mean. It's a wash. Oh. Vanden, you and the security guard are just locked in this mm. tug of war as he's trying to press it up against your throat, mm. and you're trying to press it back against him. And so the two, both of you, just your arms are shaking mm-hmm. as you're trying to wrestle for control of this truncheon. Try to get him in like in a good position for me to shoot, so you'll give me a boost die. Okay. Okay. So, Vanden, what do you do? Okay, so threatening them is not going to work. So I'm just gonna. Try to twist him around, so instead of me having the truncheon on my throat, I'm going to slam him against the wall and have the truncheon against his throat. I'm going to flip the script. Let's make that a coordination roll so that you can use agility. Okay, thank you what is much. your What is your coordination? Uh, it is three green, but since I'm on, hyped up on drugs... It'll be one yellow and two green. All right. One yellow, two green, and difficulty? And, uh, just one. This is easy. One difficulty. Because he is a minion. Yep. Four successes, two... Advantages. Excellent. Describe getting him into position. Okay. There's one moment where the right half of the truncheon is a little bit to the right. I use that momentum and twist to the left, turning around and slamming against, slamming against the wall and have the truncheon against his neck instead. Okay. Yeah. And Legat, finish him off with style. What do you do? You So you have him against the wall? Yes. I'm just kind of lean a shoulder against the wall, tap him on the side of the helmet with my gun and say, pew, pew, and just fire <laughs> once. And... 
you hit him point blank in the chest and he just slumps down mm-hmm. on, against the wall. Who's next? Let's go. Hey, Where are we going? Hey, Where? Hi. hey, hi. stop hi. being so drugged out. You've done this before. <laughs> grab him. All right, all right, let's grab who? Wait, who are we grab? Grab them both. We're dragging them into the closet. All right, all right, all right. <clears throat> yeah, we're going to that one place where we were just at, <laughs> yep. where I yep. left everything. Yep. And you shove the security guards into the supply <gasps> closet. Any it's that would fit? Him. Any of them that would fit him? Yes. All right. Yeah. So, yeah, we both are dressed like security guards yeah. now. The one that you were locked in an epic struggle with. Yeah, yeah. He's the, I do you honor by taking your clothes? <laughs> Just put them on. And and we're we're walking we're we're, we're quickly moving yep. towards the docking bay. Speed okay. walking the hell over there. Uh, we can charge. We're we're security. Yeah. All right. Yep. So and you know what? Since you are dressed as security, I'm going to have skullduggery checks from both of you, mm-hmm. uh, so you can be convincing in this role. But each of you get two boost die. Ooh, nice. And this is going to be average difficulty. Yeah, and I get a plus to con because of the drug, right? Cunning, wasn't it? Cunning, yes. So yep. what's right. your... So, so it's yellow and green, but it'll be two yellow now. Yes. Yep, All right. you're and how I get... this dice system works. Yep. And two blue. And two blue. And then two purple. And two purple. Okay. I get two successes, one advantage. Two successes, two advantages, one triumph. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. Okay, even I, have, now, I, I think I have cheating two, at this point. Dude, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I, have, wait, I, I am built to lie and to shoot. Okay, fair enough. Both of you had excellent... Roll yeah. so nobody bats an eye at either of you, yeah. and with a, with a heavy breath, I keep going. Yeah, you've got a whole soundtrack going on. This is totally epic. Legat, you look so convincing that a junior security guard actually comes running up to you, sir. I heard the alarms going off in the gardens. What what should I do? Do you have access to the security hovercraft? Yes. Come with me. It follows. Yep, and uh, prep it, I say, I, as I re-enter the docking bay. And he, he runs over and is uh, getting it ready to launch. And I go over towards our limo, and I'm just doing autopilot, and I'm sending it back down towards the surface. Okay. And then I walk towards the kid. He has, like, the door closed, so I'm mouthing, like, he can't hear me, like, mm-hmm. like and just trying to get him to roll down the window. Uh, he does. <laughs> I shoot him right in the face. <laughs> With the stun. Oh, yep. yes. The kid yes. just falls back. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and we're put, we're dropping them off, and we're climbing into this hover vehicle, and uh, I'm turning on the um, the radio, and I said, uh, "Suspects are fleeing the scene. We are on. Oh, we are heading out to catch him right now, sir." Acknowledged. You're clear to launch. <laughs> we're just flying out, and so from the radar, they're like, "Okay, yeah, they're approaching the limo. Yep, the limos. They're catching up. They're within weapon range. They just shot past the limo. They're using the limo as kind of like as a as a as a shield. Wait, they're sir. They're they're still going. <laughs> <laughs> so the two of you make it back down the depths of Coruscant in a stolen security vehicle, and you know we're we're just dropping it off at some old scrap heap. Just we just drop it on like we we land it somewhere. We don't really care, and we just get out. And we're just running. <laughs> we're strip like we go down into like the the public access tube, and we're stripping between cars, throwing <laughs> out uniform, putting out our own stuff, and yeah, we're just trying to get back to our ship. Yeah. You go into this public access lift, looking like two Black Sun security guards. You walk out the bottom, looking like the the scientist and his guard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, all we right. actually switched up the uniforms. Like he's now, I'm now like the uh, the guard, and he's now the scientist. <laughs> so look at the guard look kind of hangs off of you, and Vanden 
the scientist get up is like straining over your shoulders. Mm-hmm. You you look like you're the stripper version of a scientist. <laughs> like, ladies, trying to see my beaker. <laughs> <laughs> We're trying to get back to our ship as quickly as possible. Mm-hmm. Trying to lose everybody uh, in the crowd. Yep. When you get to the transport to get back to the space station where your your ship is at, of course, there's definitely an increased security presence. Mm-hmm. And you notice that it's not normal Coruscant security. It's Black Sun security. Mm-hmm. And these look like a slightly higher pay grade than the security guards that you were dealing with. So I'm going to need stealth rolls from the two of you. How's your stealth? With my drugs, pretty good. So actually, you can since you both have stealth, you can do it as a, a, an assisted role. Okay, so yeah, with the drugs, I have one yellow and two green. I have one yellow, one green. So right. it would be better if you rolled. Yes, yep. so it's now going to be two yellows and a green for you, Jesus. Okay. And this is going to be an opposed roll, so they are rolling. Mm-hmm. And I have nothing to boost it, so... Oh, we're going to boost it via, oh, so- uh, with... Uh, the destiny point. Yep. So that's going to be th- instead of the green, we're going to have uh, three, three yellows. Gr- three yellows. Three yellows. And it's just an opposing roll, you said. Yep. So no difficulty. Two successes, two advantages. Okay, that is better. Oh, actually. Oh no. Yeah, they had four successes. Oh no. So as you are, the two of you are trying to lose, uh, get lost in the crowd. You see the black sun security. They obviously, they make contact with you, actually, Vanden. Mm-hmm. They make eye contact with you. And then you see them starting to motion to each other. And you notice you've got three Black Sun security officers kind of triangulating in on you, on the both of you. When they're close enough together, I throw a stun grenade. Okay. There's a reason that I gave you grenades. <laughs> okay. Uh, what are you throwing? I'm seeing a throwing skill. It's, it's melee. Oh, it's melee? Yep. Oh, perfect. All right. Which is brawn for me, so okay, let's do this. That is a two successes. Okay, so what is the special on a stun grenade? Okay, blast eight, disorient three, limited ammo. Stun gun. Notes, disorient requires a tr- uh, an advantage to activate. I don't, don't have an advantage, sadly. So yeah, they're not going to be disoriented. Okay, all right, so but deals stun damage instead of regular, and it does eight damage. Okay. So that's 10 damage total stun? Yes, it would be. All right, to everybody in the crowd. Well, So I- yeah, it's everyone within a, a short radius of them. So you just toss the stun grenade and it's, it's panic and chaos within the port as people that were outside of the radius, of course, just start screaming. And a, there's several civilians that have just kind of dropped to the ground, stunned. And even the Black Sun security, they've all dropped to their knees. Mm. They're not taken out, but there's definitely a moment of them trying to pull themselves together. So even though you didn't have, you didn't activate Disorient, they're still going to be out for a, a, a round. Run! Yep, I'm grabbing them. <laughs> we can't go through this transport. <laughs> yep. We're running, and we get into one of the lifts, and... We know that we're being followed, and we know that they're probably tracking us. So my character, he pulls out a vibro knife, and he pops open the, uh, the lift's panel, mm-hmm. and he starts hot-wiring it. What are you doing? There's only one place where they don't got enough cameras to follow us, and that's deep into the depths of Coruscant. What? And with that, my character's jury rigs this elevator, and it just drops. Ah! And that's where we're going to end it, with Legat and Vanden dropping into the depths of the Coruscant underworld. What will happen next? 
tune in next Star Wars Day. Hopefully we'll get back to this before then. <laughs> uh, thank you, Sibling Rivalry. You were an excellent smuggling Woo! crew. Brothers forever. Brothers from other mothers. <laughs> yep. I hope this was an excellent Star Wars Day it celebration in, for you guys. It was indeed. I, I love I, I dig I, it. So important questions as we're continuing on. Um, how does experience work in this game? <laughs> <laughs> This was fun. Yeah, this was great. I'm glad. Yeah, I was making the notes for this, and halfway through I went, oh, I've just designed a heist plot. (laughs) David was going to kill you. (laughs) Yeah, yep. So it was not intentional, but this turned out super, super excellent. It had all the twists Mm -hmm. that heists end up having, and I didn't have to plan the twists. Mm -hmm. You guys were setting them off on your own. Yep. Part of the fun of the system is like when you start getting those threats, it's like, ah, what do I do? And you guys, of course, are the best source of mm-hmm. coming up with ways to screw yourselves <laughs> over. Failure is always funny. So it was a lot of fun. Thanks for listening to this special Star Wars Day episode of the Fandible Actual Play Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, we hope you'll review us on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. If you're looking for more Star Wars Actual Play goodness, don't miss The Solo Shot, our ongoing series about an Imperial Inquisitor trying to find a balance in the Force. Don't forget to follow Fandible on Facebook and Twitter, and you can also find us on Patreon if you're so inclined. May the Force always be with you.